This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars! They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hello. <laughs> I cracked on my what's up. Oh, you're like a little prepubescent gal. It's fine. Sometimes you cry. I just leave it. It's real life. It, it is, is real. real. We're keeping it real here at the Jersey. Better believe my voice cracks sometimes. Hey, everybody. Hi. Here's your taco, Mr. Simpson. Oh, man, if I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right. And tonight we are going to space. And now, pigs in space. Where apparently everybody can hear you scream. <laughs> because I wanted to scream. Because <laughs> we are going to talk about Jason X. Uh-huh. Colon Jason in space. Colon Jason. <laughs> colon, colon in space. In space. And the leprechaun. Leprechaun. In sp- four. In space. space. In space. That one's actually in space. Yeah, that one actually has the subtitle Leprechaun in Space. Yes. I think every movie that takes place in space should have colon in space. Like Alien? Colon in space. Aliens? Is this colon movie in, in space? space? I don't know. It doesn't say it in the title. I can't tell <laughs> from all the stars in spaceships on the poster. 2001 Space Odyssey. In space. In space. <laughs> Star Wars. In space. Is it in space? Yeah, it's space. <laughs> um, space Trek. And as you can tell, it's going to get a little silly tonight, because these movies are a little silly. They definitely are. They're definitely far enough in each franchise where they were like, eh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, there was a weird trend around that time where everyone's like, nah, we've done enough movies not in space. (laughs) What happens if you put them in space? I don't know why, like, part four is always like, nah, just do it in space now. Like, it's like the natural transition to have your horror movie turn into a sci-fi movie. I think it's interesting that it takes Jason nine sequels to get to space. It takes Leprechaun only three. Well, I can believe it. <laughs> I can believe it. Not me. I think it's magical. All right. So which one of these shit shows do you want to start with there, Jackie? <laughs> okay. So yeah. So we'll start with Jason X. The the 10th gift in this franchise. <laughs> yeah. Gift is a strong word there. So. I'm going to tread lightly because I know how much you love slashers and I know how much you love the Friday the 13th series, but okay, it's a piece of shit. No, I know, I know that this one, I know that this one gets rough. I mean, the basic rundown, if we even need to, so Jason, it's, it's 2000, I think in the movie it's 2010 Mm -hmm. and they decide they can't kill Jason. They've tried every method to kill him. So they're just going to contain him 
But of course, you know, the head muckety mucks of whatever organization has him decides uh, to disregard everything that has ever happened in other horror movies where you try to transport the criminal. <laughs> well, to be fair, they're mad scientists. They don't have time that to sit around true. watching fucking that movies, That is true. Jackie. So me, Jason, Jason escapes his binds, and uh, but he gets shoved into a cryogenic freezer. By a girl who, for all intents and purposes, is a decent, like, I kick ass girl. Like the bun, like she, she does a little okay. too well, especially after waking up from being. All right, we'll get into it. Well, yeah. So, so Jason is frozen, and in a weird twist of fate, he's able to push his machete through like the steel door of the cryogenic frozen chamber, stabs her, thus releasing all of the chemicals, and they both freeze. Skip to like twenty four thirty something. They're found defrosted. And they're being transported through space to, I think, Earth 2 or Earth 3. I don't know. But anyway, he falls out and hilarity ensues. Yeah, and full disclosure, I am no scientist, y'all. But I'm not sure the science of this movie is quite precise. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they fudged some of the numbers on this one. (laughs) Like, they could have called a scientist in. To no. at least try to make it look legit. Listen, we've seen enough Friday the 13th movies to know that no <laughs> consultation is required to make one. Like, to defrost them, they, like, just dunk them in warm water, I feel like. Like, there's no that, medical... That lady should have been dead, dead, oh, dead. Because at least dead. Jason was in, like, a semi-controlled mm-hmm. situation. You know, that, that room is intended to freeze people. But she's just out in the open, just breathing in this whatever... Well, what I don't understand, and what to me is the the biggest flaw of the whole, like the biggest plot hole of this whole movie is... There's a plot? They bring Jason back to life once. Or actually, they didn't even bring him back to life. They thawed him out, but just because, you know, he's magical, he comes to life. Mm-hmm. The girl, I don't even remember her name, I called her uh, Discount Olivia Munn. She, <laughs> she is stabbed and frozen. They bring her back to life. And then later on in the movie, Jason is basically blown to absolute bits but through technology is brought back to life. So why does everyone else on the ship die? Somebody gets stabbed and is like, oh, there, he's dead. You Bring him back to life! You brought Jason back to life twice! Well, the one guy... You the had one, the technology! The one guy survives. Yeah, but they're like, oh my god, you know... For a while. The first guy, Stony, <laughs> fucking, he gets stabbed and he dies. Yeah, so, it's stupid. So bring him back to life. I can't believe you're trying to rationalize anything about this. This movie's fucking complete and utter nonsense. It is nonsense. Yeah. It's complete but nonsense. But that, that, that was the one bother. thing that got me. That's, that's where you draw me. your line. Right there. Oh, boy. That's where okay. the suspension of disbelief just it got a little too rough for me. <laughs> she was like, you know what? That's it. This is unrealistic. I'm writing a strongly worded letter to Bob Shea over at New Line Cinema. <laughs> Dear Bob. Dear Bob. Take a memo. Dear Bob. Bob. Um, okay, so my first note about the year 2030, fucking 43, whatever they say it is, is I have some serious concerns about what passes for lab-appropriate clothing. Uh, I have agreed. I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to write a note that why does everyone wear half shirts in the yeah. future? Right. What happened to scrubs? What yeah. happened to clean right. environments? What happened to sterilizing your yeah, environment? No. No gloves. Midriff. Midriff. Like, wearing Look, your micro you can, mini. You can see I started to write it, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to scrutinize it too much, no, because no. it's obviously, like, this was a fashion at the time this movie was made, Trust and they didn't see. think about it any further than that. They're just, we'll just make it, like, more futuristic-looking fashion of today, because we're not trendsetters. Oh, my God. The fact that, like, scientists are walking around in miniskirts and, and halter tops really fucking grinds my gears. That's number one. I thought they were all, like, college students, though. 
Still, they're supposed to be in a sterile environment. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. You're gonna do an autopsy. You're gonna do an autopsy with with, with your yeah, no, with, with your, your fuzzy with your fuzzy uh, vest on. Like she might as well have had a pen with like a pink oh, little yeah. ball at the top to take notes with. Like she was such a fucking basic like. La- and then okay, that sex scene had to be the most cringy, unsexy thing I have ever seen. You. Which one? Between the professor and the student? Oh, any of them in this film. I skipped it. So No, not the nipple twerking. I was laughing at that. (laughs) The the, the actual sex scene, I was like, skip? I know! And, like, usually I'm like, well, silver lining. Well, there's some butts and boobs. We gotta watch it. You have to have horny teenagers, Usually I'm into it. Like, usually I'm like, all right, silver lining of a slasher. I get to see some TNA. I was just like, yeah, like, I like Scott Roger did a little bit. I was like, I'm Mm. not into this at all. Yeah, I was like, I don't got time for this. Like, I gotta watch this whole movie. I'm not gonna watch this awkward sex scene, too. It was awkward. (laughs) Like, that that really upset me. Um, let's see here. The non, the, what is it, KM, the non-human character, like, they're android. Mm -hmm. So fucking annoying. Oh my god, I have a really good question about her, though. Hold on. It was, like, a very existential crisis that I went through. Let me find (laughs) my note here, okay? You create a robot, right? You make that robot everything that you want it to be, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, I'm going to allow the fact that she wants nipples. Mm-hmm. That there is actually a scene where he tries to give her yeah. nipples and fails. Because that is some stupid-ass fucking shit right there. Mm-hmm. Like, Rosie the Robot on the Jetsons was never like, guys, you know what would make this so much more fun if I had an ass? Like, that would be, like, could you guys just put one on for me? It's ridiculous. Why would a robot want nipples? Because the other girl has nipples. Yeah, it's not she, fair. That's what she, that's what she says. Wait, here we go. Hold on, I, I got it. It's I because got she this. she loves her master because she's also secretly his, like, sex slave in training. Well, that's, so that's my question. Is it pathetic or is it absolutely genius to f- create a robot and f- that is your perfect lover and fall in love with her? I think it's genius, honestly. Yeah, I think if you've got the technology if, and the brain to make that happen, I think it's, like, I think, it's a little pathetic. No? No. Oh, I mean, I if you not if comfortable you're, with it, not not everyone's <laughs> compatible with other people like that. It's a lot harder for some people, so just give him a fucking robot. Yeah, but he literally like makes this robot and then falls in love with it. But really, she has no choice because she's a robot. He always loved the robot. Let's let's come on. It's creepy. I don't, I don't think so. I'm you not, guys were into the robot guy who made the robot I, relationship. I wish I had a bang robot. <laughs> <laughs> let's be completely honest. I think we honest. could get we could pull some money together for you. I think those are a thing. No, days. I don't want a 2019 bang <laughs> robot. I want a 2430 looks like an actual person bang okay. robot. The one All that right. has enough emotion I'll that even, she's like, well, she has nipples. I want nipples too. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to give me the nipples, honestly. You don't need the nipples? I don't need them. No, we're gonna get you the nipple bottle. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll chip in. <laughs> thanks. Your birthday's An coming up. Oh, you guys are No, I'm getting you the nipples. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I find it very disturbing that he falls in love with his own creation. It's really the height of everything that scares me about technology and the uncanny valley. Today. I mean, why wouldn't he? If you're, if you're building it to your, you know, specifics, you know, it, it's not like a shock that he fell in love with it. He's building a woman. It's like weird science. They mm-hmm. they put together exactly what they really wanted. Creepy. No, if you have the smarts and no. the technology, who who are you hurting? No one. Okay, let's build the perfect robot lover. Do you know how to do that? No, but I'm saying, like, theoretically. Like, let's have that. So, I want... I don't know what I want. Like, how would you even begin to process, like, oh, I want... Well, I would probably... I mean, I think I would start 
in you know inside before outside. Like I want somebody that like. <laughs> and this is why you'll you'll never build a robot. Okay. I want a big heart. You come on, like be like medium sized penis. No, like, she's like that's I'm not so- the that's not the sole purpose of the robot. <laughs> yeah, though. Like, it's not this guy's side. like a weird. This guy's like a weirdo, nerdy loser who can't like like even relate to other human beings he just wants a companion and then it turns out that like hey no it's disturbing you know i could get something else out of my out of my robot i could give her a vagina when (laughs) maybe that was the one of the first upgrades when he's carrying her her head around at the end Mm -hmm. i'm like this guy deserves to die like i can't oh my god he's trying to keep his robot alive you're pathetic that's love yeah he loves his robot that's how love works as long as you have the head you can rebuild the body oh robot you made that's the most narcissistic you, listen, thing ever what listen, about your children they're not robots but you made it and you love it me. i didn't make them in my liking it's not like i was like if i made my kids just the way i wanted them to be i'd probably hate them both listen i think that you're using flawed 2019 logic <laughs> yeah. and in 2432 we'll be a lot more forward thinking on this subject and everyone will just have sex robots and Human relations Maybe will be a lot guys, more normalized. I'm just too vanilla for the year 2014. Well, saying. here's the thing, too. It's not like she's, this is my sex robot. Yeah, she's not he like a sex robot. built an AI. She, you know, she's on the ship. Which makes it's it even not more disturbing. the purpose. No. It, to what's me, the it ser- makes it all, more, all the more disturbing. But no, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, robot <laughs> is way more disturbing because it's yeah. just a sex robot. Yeah. This is Buffy just a Bob, robot yeah. that decides. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm binging it all. I'm oh, still on yeah. season one. Yeah, oh, they, have a sex, they have a Buffy sex robot at mm. some point. That these it's guys make. It's good. I'm in for it. Yeah, it's really Does good. Does what's-his-name use it? Xander? He's a creep. No! <laughs> no one touches Xander that entire show, <laughs> except for Anya. Good. With good reason, because that guy's a creeper. Oh, you just wait. You, just, <laughs> you wait. Okay. I feel so bad for Xander. I'm sorry. Not the actor, but the character. Do you really? He's yeah, friend-zoned all oh, day long. Yeah. No, it's not even that. Just watch what oh, happens. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta oh, keep watching. Some shit goes down with him. Yeah, um, he, gets, he, gets the, he gets shit on like the entire show. Damn. Um, he never gets above. Alright, well I guess I stand in, alone on that one. Yeah, sorry, give yeah. me a bang robot with a personality. <laughs> I'm all into it. To be fair, when she turns into like the Terminator at the end, she's pretty badass. She's awesome. She's like quipping and everything. She is. She's very clever. Very ma- she's Matrixy. Yeah, um, I like it. To her. There was, it's, it's funny, I, I did make the note and this is just you know, I thought, I think I'm probably the only one that finds this one funny. Uh, in the very beginning, when they find Jason, and they were like, what's on his face? And she's like, oh, it's some, like, you know, carbon, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, it's a hockey mask. And they're like, what's hockey? Oh, that was that, like, barbaric sport that was, <laughs> that was outlawed in 2024. So I was like, all it's right, coming. well, hockey's got five years to go. Yep. <laughs> the, Shit. the Flyers have five years to win a Stanley Cup. I'm sorry, Jackie. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to happen in five years. <laughs> I don't know. We just got our new coach. You know, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm hopeful. <laughs> That's why I don't follow the sports in this. So that so, lady getting her face smashed was good. That was one yeah. of the only kills that I. That was that was I the best part of the movie. Agreed. I thought. Yeah. And the, I liked the sleeping bag back and forth. Thing. Yes, that was but but I knew that was coming. I remembered that so well that when Me it too. happened, yeah, I feel like that's it, the it scene didn't hit as hard. But the face smash, I forgot about. Yeah. The face smash was good. Although, again, here's my big gripe with this movie. And Jackie, maybe you can shed some light on this for me because I don't understand this about slashers. They don't develop any of the characters. They just put them into really mm-hmm. dumb stereotype roles. Yeah. And then when they die in really boring ways, I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the appeal there. 
I don't, I don't, for me, like, it's never about any sort of character building. They're there for fodder. Like, mm-hmm. they're there literally just to kill. I mean, they talked about it, I, what was it, uh, in Leslie Vernon, how he talks about the group. Mm-hmm. Like, really, all those people are just kind of the buildup to your, your final, final girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're really, it doesn't bother me that there's no character development. It doesn't bother me if the, well, it does kind of bother me if the kills are kind of boring. But, yeah. mm-hmm. like, in general, yeah, they're just, you know, we just got to get them out of the way in, you know, the, as fast as possible to get us to our final girl in our, like, 90-minute movie. And that, I think, is my biggest uh, problem with this movie, is that most of the kills were so nothing. Yeah. yeah. Just someone getting, like, slashed at, or someone, you know, getting his face smashed into, like, a wall for a little mm-hmm. bit, and then they start dead. I do like, you know, when people are getting killed, they're making jokes about their own deaths, and that's pretty good. Especially because, like you said, they started with the first kill being so, so good! Cool. Yeah! Yeah! And then everything from there on was dumb, except for the guy on the giant drill that was spinning down. Yeah, that <laughs> one wasn't too bad. But yeah. I thought it was kind of fucked up that his friends were, like, making jokes about it when they when they show up and see it. That's, an, I think, a thing that bothered me, too, is, like, unlike Leprechaun, and I'm gonna go out on a ledge here, because you might not agree Leprechaun with it. Leprechaun did it, too! But the humor in this one doesn't mm-hmm. land for me, mm-hmm. and, but in Leprechaun, I giggled. Like, I was like, that is so ridiculous, it's funny to me. Yeah, and you know what? I'll agree with that, even though that I, I like this one more than Leprechaun. I think it's because I don't expect that kind of, like, humor or camp as much from Friday the 13th. Mm. And I expect that there's always been a little bit of that element in Lepre- in the Leprechaun series. So right. I'll agree with you on that. That, like, okay. yeah, like, Jason See, really never, like, it never elevated to, like, the Nightmare on Elm Street funnies and things like that. What Manhattan? Eight. Okay, because I remember that, to me, being the turning point of, like, now they're just funny. And that's why I think I got this one, six was the turning point for that. Six, I think, yeah. Because okay. six, like, six had all sorts of visual gags in it. Okay, is that the one where he goes there's, to there's hell? The, no, the, no. no, that's, that's, that's so... That's it's, eight? No, it's just, like, a regular Friday the 13th okay. movie, but it's got lots of visual gags. Like, someone getting their face slammed into a tree, and when their face peels off, there's a happy face. Oh, okay, that's Where all funny. the bark is missing, yeah, like, or, like, I the kinda, credit card floating. Yeah, and wanted The, the American Express card floating in the water with all the blood. <laughs> Like, like I felt like in Manhattan, what keeps me coming back to Manhattan is that I laugh every time because it's. But like I didn't, I wanted to have more fun with this, I guess if that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that some of the attempts at cool kills didn't land, like the alien simulation one where like they got out of the gate VR and he was standing there all confused, like. I was like, oh, I wanted that to be way cool. Like, I wanted those deaths to be cooler than they were. Yeah, I mean, their deaths in the video game were more interesting than their yeah. deaths <laughs> in real life. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I kind of always go back to my camp of this isn't why I don't like slashers. Also, I, I'm so sick of the male gaze in these types of movies. Like, mm-hmm. Leprechaun, to me, didn't have it as much because it was just so bonkers and poorly made. But, like, this movie just was so stereotypically, like... I don't know, slasher. I think it's because everyone had the half shirts on. <laughs> Is that why it every- annoyed me? And, well, there's like, well, all the, like, half of the girls were like, all like, promiscuous and like, Annoying weird and, and weirdly yeah. like, you know, want to bang everyone. But they were all like, scantily clad, mm-hmm. like, wearing like, kind of lingerie right? stuff and, yep. 
Yeah, it, it was a mess. It, it was, was a mess. It was a mess. Can I say one thing too? Why did they bring Jason's body back to the med bay where the nanobots that repair your limbs are <laughs> and put him on a table that is meant for healing people? Just shoot his shit out the airlock totally like, and be done with it. After all that, all that work and mm-hmm. almost everyone on the ship dying, they don't shoot his shit out the airlock and just be done with it? After, Crazy. After all of the moments where they ripped off aliens, mm-hmm. they can't do the airlock thing. I agree. Yeah, they... <laughs> so dumb. Also, like, did they... They did rip the aliens. They ripped aliens and then hel- the, the music from Hellraiser. Yeah. Like, it sound the music really? from... The music in this, to me, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking Hellraiser. It reminded me so, so much of Hellraiser. Hmm. One note, this is probably the highest kill count in a Friday the 13th movie. Really? Yeah, because they blow up that space station. It's probably got thousands oh, and thousands shit. of people on yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point, Nate. <laughs> I mean, it's not satisfying, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me a little happy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't often write down quotes from the movie, but I, <laughs> I had to go with this one, and I don't even remember where in the movie this was. But the guy goes, "We got a problem here. It's a real goat fuck." <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I'm yes. Sorry. What is, how? Mm, I'm going to start using that term really? more often. Yeah. You should do it. Real this is a real goat fuck. Goat this fuck. show's a real goat fuck tonight. Um, <laughs> um, anything else about this? Uh, okay, but when, when Jason gets repaired and he becomes like right, he's Super Jason. Badass. Yeah. Yeah, I like I, that I like when Super Jason comes back with like the body. I like of, when she shoots him and he's like. Yeah, he's got like the He-Man body, and he's got the metal mask. I was, I was in for that. I like that one. Yeah, I, I agree. I liked it too. I like the fact that like he was completely unstoppable at that point, <laughs> and they had to like throw him down to Earth too, with someone dragging him the entire time to to even not even kill him. I'm sure he's he, he's still oh, yeah. alive, and they were planning on making a Jason X two with <laughs> yeah. that ending, but. I, I just think it was I think it was good. There's like no way to stop him at that point. He was just a monster yeah. and they had to trick him with like uh like fake uh, computer simulation yeah. and stuff. I think that's probably one of the most memorable things about this movie for anybody that has seen it is the the camp simulation scene at the mm-hmm. end where you've got the two girls that are smoking pot and they they get into the sleeping bags and then he uses one sleeping bag to <laughs> to beat the, to other, beat the other sleeping bag. Man, if I was in any way like in charge of like helping to make this movie i could have made this plot go a lot better like mm-hmm. two-thirds of the way through the movie the dude that wanted to sell his body should like he should have died and that guy should have brought him back to life that way it would have made sense that he came back oh, to life i would have liked that like that he didn't mean for him to get upgraded but like something happened but it's just dumb the it's just, there's no justification yeah. for him coming back yeah. like that it's just like nah we're gonna make it happen now yeah. Because this is what the face in the cover looks like. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get to this part. And it's and it's only for like ten minutes, too. I, I, I could have used more Super Jason yeah. just Me like too. chopping people completely in half and stuff. Like, I wanted that. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. yep. And you're right. There's just no good plot to hold on to yeah. whatsoever. Nothing. It's There's tough. nothing. Nothing happens yeah. the entire movie. People just die, mm-hmm. and then he turns into Super Jason, and Especially then they get out. because people, no one needs to die. You have the technology to bring somebody back from the dead. So there's no reason for anybody that had like has gotten stabbed to not just get. So fixed. here's my one argument. <clears throat> excuse me to counter that. My argument against that is if I'm worried about my own life, I'm not about to be like Frankenstein and my buddies. Like I love you guys, but like if you just got slashed in half by a super Jason, I'm not going to be like, 
oh, let me grab Jackie's body parts so I can put her back together real quick. I'm going to be like, ah, people dying. I'm going to run away. I'm not going to re reanimate you guys. I would I would take your body parts and reanimate you. Well, don't bother. Get your ass you out of there. You make that sound dirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to animate you. No, I, no, I'm gonna get that. You. I'm going to get that fucking robot programming <laughs> and take off your nipples. <laughs> You just want my body nipples. Just, he's coming. I want your magnetic nipples, Riss. He's gonna like poke you with his stick, like Martha. Martha, get the nipples, quick! Get me that thing she was using to tweak the nipples. We need it. That was intense. That was like a barbecue, like the thing you flipped the hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like she could have done some serious damage with that thing. I know that can't possibly feel good. Mm -hmm. My nipples hurt. Just he loved it, it though. He was into it. He was into it. All right, so I like that she screamed about her A too. It was so cliche and delicious. Jason <laughs> X. It's got some moments, but this is like bottom of the barrel oh, Friday the Thirteenth totally. for me. Yeah, oh my I, God. there's and not I much worse than this, if you ask me, as far as Friday the Thirteenth goes. Yeah, I kind of feel like I have a hard time with slashers as it is if they don't have substance, and I was like, from. I have a friend. I have a friend that actually said this was his favorite, and I, I'm like, what? I'm never talking you to you about horror movies ever again. Never talking to you about a Shame. horror movie ever again. Shame. I feel like, and you know what, for me, it's, I guess it's just, I don't want to see, I don't want to see my 80s killers in a modern lens. Like, I don't want to see Jason in 2001, you know? I like seeing Jason in the 80s and early 90s. Like, I like my slasher genre. Like, I like VHS. Like, I don't want my slasher, yeah, you know, kind of, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. at least with, with Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, when they did do the modern new Nightmare, it was a whole, like, it made so sense. Good. It yeah. had made sense to have it in the context of, you know, the mm -hmm. current year that it was. Well, I forget when it came out. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm, maybe I'm just a stickler that, like, I want my, I want my slashes on VHS and the fact that this one was well, new. I, no, I think you're onto something because everyone else seems to think the same thing. You don't see really many slashers anymore. Everything's got to have, like, an angle or some social commentary now. Yeah. Slashers don't really fly anymore. People don't make them. Thank goodness. <laughs> Sorry, Get out. <laughs> That's okay. Womp so, no, I think, I think you need a healthy balance. I think if every movie is like, uh, you know, us or them or whatever it's called. What's the new Jordan Peele one? Us? Or us. us? Yeah. Or Hereditary. I think the genre, the genre gets bored. I don't quite. even think that Us is that much of a horror movie from what I've read about it. It seems like it, it's for like the first third of the movie it is, and then it just dumps all that all that tension and scary stuff for the rest of the movie. I agree. I think it, it really kind of like toes the line, and I think mm -hmm. this gets back to the good conversation of like, is it horror? If we, you know, like who gets to judge? But you're right. I, when I walked out there, I was like, this wasn't horror to me. It was more of a thriller. Yeah. But I, I don't mind it being categorized as horror. I think it. It, I have mixed. I still have mixed feelings about it. I still need time to digest it. I haven't really. It's yeah. wrapped my no horror. Horror now is different. At it least is. mainstream horror is different, and it's now. socially conscious, which I like. Yeah, no, I like that too. But yeah. sometimes I just want schlock. Schlock it's that a, someone threw some money at. So it's like impressive when I see someone get like their eyeballs like ripped out of their head and stuff. Yeah. It's a dark day for Jackie between all the remakes that are coming out and all of the like socially intellectually. No, I want my male gaze. Okay. I do. I want my male gaze. Aww. You really pain me when you I'm say sorry, things like Jackie. that. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Jackie, I'm sure it'll be back around the corner soon. Here's here's the thing though, Jackie. They still make those movies. Yeah, it's I'll just say no it's... one talks about them. They're like they're like hidden away. Like this is a shameful part of horror. Go watch Hereditary or something instead if you want to be socially conscious. Yeah. I like it for me. I can do. I can do both. 
I prefer one, but you know, mm-hmm. this if this podcast has done nothing else for me, it's definitely made me less narrow-minded. It's definitely opened me up to watching a lot more than what I used to. Not me. I'm more narrow-minded. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, I think that's nice. Let's move on to the movie that I can't believe I'm going to say I think is the better of the two. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Leprechaun 4. In, in space! space. Oh, the goes to space. Which, okay, so direct-to-video, oh, released in the be. USA in 1997, but released in Russia in 1996. <laughs> in Soviet Russia! <laughs> Why did they get this one first? I don't know, but that's what the internet told me, so it's that gotta be true. That is awesome, and you know what? <laughs> Russia deserves it first. Yeah. Um, so, so, full disclosure, when I was a wee little lassie... <laughs> This the leprechaun did scare me a little bit. No, I'm, I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, and my brother would do nothing but go because of whatever Wayne's World joke yeah, there was. Yeah. World. It kind of reminds you of that movie, The Leprechaun. You remember with that little oh, guy yeah. who goes, "I'm the leprechaun." Garth, <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. Cool it, okay. I'm the leprechaun. Stop it, all right. Don't try and steal me, Patago. But um, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so that was my first note because now watching it, I'm like, how the fuck was I scared of Warwick Davis, that national treasure, dressed yeah. in a cute little leprechaun Ooh. costume? So this open, it doesn't open like it. It shifts around a lot. But when they get to the scene where there's a date between the leprechaun and the space goddess. <laughs> the space princess. Z- wait, I have her written down as Zarina, queen of the glitter tits. Zena, <laughs> queen of the glitter tits. I thought that she was from Power Rangers, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I thought that she was a Power Rangers character oh that snuck God. into a leprechaun movie. <laughs> wait a minute. Now, I'm a little confused. Because mm-hmm. full disclosure, I've never seen any other leprechaun movies. I'm not proud to admit it. But I've never, I think I've seen the original way back in the day. But this is my first real foray into academic <laughs> investigation of the Leprechaun series. My first note is I got to get to Da Hood as soon as possible. Like when, we, when we're done here. But my second note is, didn't you have to steal his gold in order to get his wrath? Is that mythology at all legit? I feel like they play it real loose, the leprechaun. <laughs> I feel like they're like, well, I'll just make the leprechaun do some stuff. Okay. Well, we're yeah. going to have him, you know, he uh, wants- I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it for later, but he gets into some shenanigans in this movie. <laughs> oh, shenanigans. He, he <laughs> wants, he wants to be king. Yeah. He's sick of being, you King know, of what, though? The, the universe. The universe. Zarina is a princess. Her father's the king. He wants to kill the king, marry the princess, which would make her the queen and him the king. And he wants to, like, he suddenly has these lofty aspirations of, like, being the ruler of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. That's true. And yeah. she's into it. Like they Not both- at first, but then she's like, well, if I'm going to get money, I'll kill my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're both little two-timers, because she likes to monologue about how she's going to kill him when they get this whole thing <laughs> yep. done, and he yep. monologues about how he likes... It's- there's way too much monologue. Oh, they're so perfect for each other. <laughs> it's like, and literally, I felt like the Goldilocks of shitty space movies while I was watching these, because watching Jason X, I'm like... This one has too little conversation and plot dialogue and whatever. And then I watch Leprechaun. I'm like, this one has too much. I'm like, <laughs> is there a space movie, a horror space movie that's just right? Because Jesus Christ. These yeah, people it's called Alien. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These people fucking drabble on for hours. Like, 
Leprechaun will be like, well, first, my lassie, I'm going to make her love me real good, and then I'm going to kill her, and then I'm going to... And I'm like, for 12 minutes later, he's still fucking telling me his plan. He's got amazing monologues constantly. <laughs> he's constantly monologuing yeah, about like, stuff to like nobody. Yeah, he's like the Shakespeare of horror, the fucking Leprechaun. That's it. I think he wanted to do... Like, <laughs> like I'm sure he does, He has done, like, Shakespeare and stuff. Warwick Davis? Yeah, oh, I guarantee yeah. that he went to, like, some fancy... He's, like, classically Some trained. fancy, classically trained actor, and that's why he wants to do this stuff. He's like, I'm not going to do this shitty movie, then at least let me do some, like, monologues like I'm in something that's not total trash. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about the CG in this movie, because yes. it's, it's like PlayStation 1 era <laughs> graphics. That's, like, that's it's generous. so... It's so bad. What was this? 1996? 97? 96, 97, yeah. I mean, that's the right era, but Jesus. Like, we had Toy Story around the same time, so... Like, come on. Jesus. Uh, It was real bad. Like, I busted out laughing every time they cut to space and showed a Lego spaceship flying around. (laughs) I also busted out laughing any time there was any sort of interaction with space monsters. Because it did look like Power Rangers. Like, I was like, straight up, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Um, also, I loved the lightsaber Jedi. I was like, what the fuck? When did the Leprechaun become a Jedi? Yeah. What is he, a Jedi? Straight up lightsaber fight in the middle of the fucking thing. He's he's an Ewok. (laughs) He was an Ewok. He was an Ewok. Ewok. I guess he stole a lightsaber from Luke while he was on Endor. And I think it's great that his name is Kowalski, because I feel like that's such a, like, typical, like, the dirtbag in the army who does the bad thing. (laughs) Get over here, Kowalski! (laughs) Yeah, like, um... But we're we're skipping over a major plot point. I'm sorry. Which is I'm what? sorry, go back. <laughs> the dick birth? <laughs> no, no, no. Kowalski's no, the... To Kowalski. Kowalski. No, I'm not skipping over No, okay. we're, we're getting oh, into that friend, right I've now. got a whole page worth. Oh, my God. That was the best okay. part of the movie. Because dick births... I've spent a lot of time thinking about dick births in my life. And I gotta mm-hmm. tell you, I'm ready to talk. Let's talk about it. But, so, she... he Kowalski deserves it for peeing on a dead body. Because that shit is fucked up. If you saw a table full of riches and jewels... That looked like pretty, pretty princess. <laughs> You're gonna tell me you wouldn't be going for it. I wouldn't pee on the body. They're hardened space them. marines, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you guys are defending his choice to piss on the leprechaun. Listen, dead body. <laughs> I, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if any character in this movie did anything because that's, that's how fair. they wrote them they're just like now you're gonna hate each other and now you're gonna be friends now she's gonna hate you next thing you're gonna hate her it's like everyone's just like what do we need in this scene well we need conflict between two characters <laughs> well we could build up to it and make it make sense now just pick yeah. two Maybe I'm just jealous that I don't have the ability to pee on things like dudes can. That's that's. Fair. I can't write my that's name fair. in the very snow. Very Freudian, yeah. It's, it's that's fun. Fair. It's fun. It's I'd like time. to one day. Yeah. Let's try it. Get, our we're just gonna have to like work happens. our yeah, hips. Like, get, get that. Like, get that really funnel. Get, get that funnel cone thing. That's cheating. I want to do it. I'm yeah, a purist. We'll or like, we'll try it next next winter. Sounds good. Good luck, guys. Thanks, man. We're gonna need it. It's gonna be difficult. I can imagine. Live Christmas special. Oh man, see what watching Leprechaun movies does to you? <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, Kowalski. No, wait, we gotta talk about the dick first. No, we will. We will. Okay. We'll so, so, so they, they find, they're after the Leprechaun because they're hired by, who the hell sent them there? Oh, that creepy Max Hedrom guy. Why? He too lived in the TV, but it turned out he was behind the Yeah, fucking... he ended up being Davros from Doctor Who. Yeah. What did he, what he was did like Varys. What did he, <laughs> what did he want them to kill the leprechaun for? He didn't. He wanted to keep the leprechaun. He wanted the girl 
the leprechaun wanted the princess, but he wanted to keep the princess because if they kept the princess, intergalactic relationships would strengthen, and he would get lots of money. That's all I got. That's, I think, what I okay, got. Okay, so they go to this planet where the leprechaun has his space princess. Correct. And they, they went and, to rescue the space princess. And they blow up the leprechaun. Well, the leprechaun dives on a grenade to save this girl's life, which is which weird. Is so That's chivalrous. Weird. Super I mean, weird. weird. No, like, he spent, like, the last ten minutes, like, shit-talking her behind her back and stuff, and being like, I'm gonna steal all your father's money and kill him, <laughs> and then, and then so jumps on her. a grenade to save her life. Because chivalry ain't dead, bro. I guess he knows he's not gonna be dead-dead, but it's still it's still weird. Like, he's a leprechaun. He could have done 8,000 other things to get that grenade out of there. date. He complimented her. He gave her lots of food and wine. He wooed her. I was into it. If I were on that date, I'd be like, I'm in, little man. I'm in. He could have made that... <laughs> Jackie's face. He could have made that grenade disappear or turn into, like, a pile of poop or anything. Yeah, he and he had... jumped on it. <laughs> Anyways, he blows up. You're and right. The... And he should have made it, like, confetti. He could have done a million things. He's a magical oh leprechaun. God. But to be fair, having to think on your feet like that must get exhausting. Uh, like, somebody throws a grenade at me, I'm a magic leprechaun. I, I hope I think to turn it into confetti, but... If I was a magic leprechaun that could make do anything I possibly could dream of, except get bigger, apparently. Fuck, I thought you were a magic leprechaun. I'm sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> taller than both of you. Um, so, anyways, he, he jumps on this grenade, it blows up, and they're like, Yay, hey, we killed the leprechaun. They take the space princess. Some dude... No, they pee on him first. Kowalski pees on the, on the pieces of leprechaun on the ground. Yep. Anyways, fast forward, like, 10, 15 minutes in the movie, there's awkward, like, the one dude trying to hit on blonde space scientist lady. I loved the attempt at, like, a plot there where he's like, but I'm just a lowly grunt and she's a scientist. It'll never, it was like, you know, Danny Zuko and Sandy on the beach again. And she's so angry. She's angry. She's She's angry. And he's like, con- he's like constantly like, okay, sorry. I know, he's okay. like a brooding, like, okay, yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, I just... And then he'll say something kind of snide on his way away. He'll be like, it sorry, so but not fucking, really, like, passive-aggressive and awful. They were. The Anyways, dance scene was amazing, The though. dance scene was really good. Mm-hmm. I was into it. it I was into real. it. Me too, I was so into okay. it. So, anyways, Kowalski is hooking up for, with Heidi from Home Improvement. Yep. And they go into an alley somewhere where she can give him a tug job. Hold on. And by alley, we mean, like, a separate area of the spaceship. Because space, we're in space. Space alley. Well, there's a space bar on the ship. Wait, so there's wait, a space wait. alley the nearby. Line. No, the best line. Is, about, is that what you're about Say to? it. No, no. Say the best the line. The best line he gives her, just as, as you put it, the tug job's about to start, is he goes, Hey. <laughs> where is it? I gotta find it. Sorry, sorry. Um... Hey, why don't you go shake hands with Mr. Big? <laughs> <laughs> there was so much awkward sex talk that would have just immediately made my penis retract so into my body. Well, when he was like, ow, ow, and she was like, I haven't even got in your pants yet. <laughs> so anyways, it turns out that the leprechaun was uh, hiding in this guy's penis. As leprechauns are apt to do. <laughs> and he crawls out of this guy's penis. I don't think crawls no, the right crawl. word. He, he bursts. <laughs> he is birthed. It's, it's out of that little pee hole. Which, you know what? It's about time. Oh my god! <laughs> this movie woman, is so fucking weird. It's as so a woman fucking who's weird. Two children. I say I think it's very progressive that he chooses to come out of a penis. <laughs> true. Very true. You know? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. You know? They could have so fucking funny. <laughs> they could have just like you know like done it to a girl and have been like you know the same oh, old same old. Penis. But no, fly out of someone's penis. It's great. It's fine. Um. Yeah, and then the leprechaun just starts murdering people, kind of, like, trying to get his way done, but 
you know, he's a leprechaun, so he's going to murder everyone along the way. Um, I, I've been working on a pretty big paper lately, so I've been very into, like, APA and headings. and So you can tell this rubbed off in my notes, because I'm like, A, shake hands with Mr. Big. B, leprechaun grow the penis. Like, it's like I outlined it in formal <laughs> subheadings and headings. It just makes me laugh to look at my own notes, because I'm like, wow, I took this way seriously. Excuse me, way more seriously than I ever should have. Um... Can we talk about this this creepy guy who is looking at the the space princess? He's so scary. Oh, the the lab he's assistant like, or whatever. He's like, look at those knees, oh, and I'm like, what? I wrote that down too. That scene, he's so gross and he's creepy. so what gross. And what is he? He's like, well, first of all, I thought the sergeant was path robot too. I thought it was going to be like another like the situation with the chick and the and Jason, but yeah, the, Sergeant Hooker. By the way, I love that his last name is Hooker. Um. Is that like every character in both of these movies are like bad fucking jokes, like stereotypical. Like when you're in writing, like screenwriting class one hundred one in college, people would laugh at the idea of these types of stereotypes. Like they're not even archetypes; they're just bad tropes. Like it's ridiculous. I don't know. And then again, I think cut this movie by like forty minutes, and you have a good movie on your hands. Disagree. <laughs> disagree hard disagree i feel like this movie like they started to try and then they're like let's not try (laughs) they gave up let's not try let's just make weird things let's just try and think of ridiculous things to happen yeah because got weirder the characters have like everyone every character is everyone it depends on the scene they'll change them up they'll make them act different depending on what they want in this scene because they only have so many actors they can't (laughs) they can't afford anymore they can't think about like character arcs and all that stuff it's a leprechaun movie and, like, I did like that, because, like, when the girl went off with Kowalski, like, I liked her character at the beginning, mm-hmm. when she was like, fuck you, I'm tough, like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And I like that she survived and ran away and then, like, made it a lot further in the film. Like, I think it kind of dodged some of the bad, like, like pitfalls that slashers tend to fall into. And I also think if I'm complaining that Jason's kills weren't good enough, these were ridiculous and made me laugh every yes. time. I think, you know what, we talked about the budget, and I think most of it, went to when the lab assistant got the, the drop-dead Fred flat face. Yes! yes! <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. All the other kills are ridiculous, too, though. First of all, let's talk about how when they found when they find Kowalski, his friends that were just drinking with him at the bar not ten minutes earlier are making fun of their friend's corpse, are making jokes about their friend's corpse as he's on the ground. It was ten minutes ago. They were best friends. We all cope in different ways. All right. All right. Anyways. No, you're right. You're right. Let's talk about... Let's let's talk about... No pun intended. Let's talk about how Mooch gets sprayed with some... With some some magic evil spray. And then he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. They cut to some other character for two (laughs) seconds. Cut back. And they turn the guy around. And he's a skeleton. Dun, dun, dun. He's I a skeleton. It. It made me giggle. It, it worked. Also, when Sarge became like, I guess possessed. Would that be the right word? No, he's a robot. Sarge was a robot. Sarge Hooker. The one guy was yeah. a, the one guy was a robot. The one that cross dresses at the yeah. end. Sarge and Drag. Yeah, when yeah. he's in drag. Oh my god, yeah. he's a robot. Yeah, I love Sarge and Drag. I loved him when he was in drag because he went back I and I liked Mr. the whole drag back and forth yeah. where he was like. What the hell are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, ah, blah, blah. And then he starts crying like a woman. And yeah. then he's like going from tough to sensitive. And, t- and I can't, a full disclosure, I can't tell if it's cool or totally inappropriate. The way they choose to portray a transgender 
cross-dressing robot? This was 1990, whatever. (laughs) They weren't even thinking about it. Honestly, they weren't. It was a gag. It was, it was, it's it's unfortunate, but that's the way people thought back then. They just made gags about it. Let's talk about the fact that they're taking this, this woman's blood and putting it in Ziploc bags. Because they can't, like, go to a hospital and, like, ask for some IV bags or something to make it look legitimate. They're, like, putting it in, like, a Ziploc bag that you would buy at the grocery store. Well, when when you have blue raspberry Kool-Aid for blood. <laughs> what else are you supposed yeah. to do with it? Um, oh, and man. then the guy behind the curtain, I... Granted, I may have dozed off a few moments towards the end there, but I still don't fully understand who he was. Who? The guy, the creepy Max Headroom bald guy. Yeah, oh, the one that became the the like the, the robot the spider, man? the Dalek. Yeah, yeah. the the half Dalek. Yes. Yeah, I said he's Dav- he's Davros. <laughs> and then we get like a little Gremlins too because yes. we put like the spider DNA yep, in there. In and there. The... Oh, it got yeah. weird. Things got weird. He had he had his own monologue too about why he was doing the things he wanted I to do. Slept through that, Ever- yeah. No, it's weird because like he's obviously like a weirdo, like mad scientist, and everyone's like. He gave us a reason for why he's crazy. I guess we gotta keep working for him, guys. Like, it's super weird. It was funny that they were all like, wow, that makes total sense. Like, when he was off the rails ridiculous. That's like everything in this movie, though. Something insane happens, and everyone, and someone gives, like, a throwaway explanation for it, and everyone's (laughs) like, okay. Like, when she, when the princess flashes everyone her tits, everyone's like, oh, man, thanks. And they're like, no, that means that she's gonna kill you later. And I'm like, is that really what it means, guys? Are you sure you didn't want to make the Baywatch lady just show her boobies to everyone? Are you sure that's not the reason that she did it? That I was cracking up when she did that because hence where that's that's where Sparkle she becomes tits? that's where she comes glitter tits and like now I'm like looking at that laughing and I'm like I'm just gonna do a formal apology to any dude that went to second base with me in like senior year of high school because I They're definitely at least fifty from what I, I hear. definitely I, Jackie glitter tits I rocked I rocked that role on glitter in 1999 like it wasn't Shut nobody's bit because it went like you know you put it like kind of sure. a little bit a little above bit like where the the eyebrows and are right on those nipples? but then oh yeah because you wore a low cut shirt and then. And you put you did the roll on glitter on the top of your boobs or whatever. So wow. yeah, I was the fucking queen of roll on glitter. Bath and Body Works. <laughs> you you were went to glitter the kids. Yeah, I was glitter tits. You go to Bath and Body Works and they used to have like the kids oh, section. Yeah, yeah. And they had like the little roll on glitter yeah, thing. It smelled really good too. Fuck yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, I never Tick do- glitter for kids. I got- <laughs> I never thought to put it on my tits. Yeah. Not that many boys were getting the second base with me at that point in my life, but damn. You put it on the bro. top, yeah, because you wear a low cut shirt, and then you put it on the top, and then like, the light kind of catches wow. it. Wow, and they were like, oh, I want to like, go to damn, there. damn, titties though. Right? Yeah, glitter titties. Right? And um. <laughs> I also think that moving forward, though, if I am ever going to murder someone, I think I might show my boobs ahead of time, just there so that go. becomes like my signature. There you go. Okay? <laughs> I mean, it makes, it, I think it'd be a good way to like. If you actually murdered someone after you showed them your tits, they die I would, happy. I <laughs> would be, I would be more accepting of it happening. But yes. she just does it, and then they forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, never mind. We just wanted to see them titties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. they weren't even that great. No, they yeah. weren't good they triangle weren't. titties. They weren't. They yeah. weren't. It's they fine. Were, like, they were okay. I mean, yeah, it's I fine. The glitter, but mm. can we talk about the fact that the main character was the lady from It's Always Sunny? See, I'm not <laughs> the one that Dennis I'm... smothers with a pillow. <laughs> Dennis has a fantasy. The one episode about getting like horribly injured and she's his nurse and she like you know like helps him get back to normal does all the physical therapy and stuff and as soon as he's back to normal she gets in a horrible accident and they're like she's fine everything's gonna be okay 
And he's like, what about her? What about her breasts? And he's like, they've been completely obliterated. So he smothers her with a pillow. <laughs> I love that show. Oh, my God. But I was so, I was so the whole time I'm watching this movie, I was like, that, that's got to be the lady from It's Always Sunny. But she hasn't been in anything else that I know. So I don't know. Just amazing. That is amazing. Uh, um... Let's see. Nunchucks? Do you want to talk about Space Nunchucks, guys? <laughs> uh, my notes are also random because this they movie are, is all yeah, over yeah, the like, place. Yeah, mine go, mine go Zarina, Queen of the Glitter Tits, Sarge in drag, and with Nunchucks, mm -hmm. Gigantor, Spider Doctor, Space Makes You Explode. Yeah, that, that's my so many. The ending just goes so far beyond. Like, I'm just like, why did Spider Doctor eat her pants? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> there was one I was watching it last night. I had to I had to go check it a second time because <laughs> I was watching last night and I was kind of like dipping in and out because I was really tired. But at a certain point, I woke up and she didn't have pants anymore. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Where did her pants go? And I had to rewind and find the moment. For some reason, she had to lose her pants. It was really weird. This movie's weird. Well, you gotta keep the sixteen year olds. Staying on somehow, right? I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess like so. you're making this movie for sci-fi network. This is a trashy. Whatever. This is a trashy, oh, it's trash, so trashy, trash B movie that knows it's pure yeah. garbage. This one, but I kind of loved it. Me too. Just I because wanted to. I wanted to like this more than I thought. Like I really thought I'm like it's a leper. I like leprechaun. I've seen Leprechaun one and two. I really like both of them, and I really wanted to like this one. And I went into it like, yeah, Leprechaun four. We're going to space. Let's do this. And I watch it, and it took maybe twenty minutes where I was like, "Yeah, hey, look at the birds outside." Like Aww. I had a hard, no, I, I had was a, in it for. A bit. I had a hard time like paying. Say I had to rewind it a couple times because I had a hard time like focusing and not like looking on my phone and like paint. I, I surprisingly, Jason X won it out for me. I like that uh, one more than this no, one. No, this yeah. one was my choice. I think that overall, this movie didn't like it was like crazy and like just all over the place but the fact that they would just do whatever dumb idea popped in their head kept me completely engaged because i just wanted to see what kind of dumb bullshit they would try and pull off in the next scene yep. and there's always something like oh i love the part where the leprechaun like gets hit with the growth ray and it makes him gigantic <laughs> and he's just like picking up these giant shipping containers and throwing them like wow where are you and they're like hiding and i thought that was great i thought that was clever too i thought yeah. that the ending was terrible yes because yeah. it's just like they all just ran into a room and yelled passwords for like 15 to yeah. 30 seconds and then it was like wait wizard that's the password roll credits yeah it was like <laughs> And, and I do, to your point, Jackie, it took you 20 minutes. I would say around the one hour, 10 minute mark was when I started getting a little, like, tired and feeling like it was bored. I remember pressing pause to see how long was left. It was still, like, 35 minutes. And mm -hmm. I was like... Motherfucker! Yeah. This movie's like an hour and yeah, thirty-five like an minutes hour and 40 long. Minutes. Oh god! And then to end so abruptly and so stupidly, I was like, uh, really? It was really? dumb. I was like I said, I, since I recognized that lady from It's Always Sunny, I kept thinking about Lethal Weapon, their Lethal Weapon movie, <laughs> and this was pretty much that. It was just like whatever dumb bullshit that's kind of tangentially related to sci-fi and leprechaun movies. Just do it. The one guy that I recognized from the get-go. Um, Miguel Nunez from Return of the yep. Living Dead. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was happy to see him Me in too. it. I was happy to see him make it all the way to the end. That was that one moment, and this is just me being me, at the very end when, like, they save the day and the leprechaun explodes because he went to space. Yeah, in space. Um, where where the, 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 the two, the army guy and the doctor kiss, mm -hmm. and Nunez was like, hey, what about me, you know? And, like, she, like, reaches over and, like, gives him a kiss on the cheek. I thought that was, and they group hugged, and then, yeah, the movie was over. 
Mm. That's it, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like... That was right. like the last line of the movie. Like, hey, I don't get no kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got kind of eaten by a fly man a little bit. <laughs> so gross. Um, okay, who wins in a fight? Jason X or Leprechaun in space? Leprechaun does. Yeah, I go Leprechaun. He's got magical powers. He Although... can do whatever he wants. Jason's kind of, like, he's super strong, but Leprechaun can make his arms turn into, like, floppy noodles or something. Well, I mean, is it a never-ending battle, though? Because it's proven that Jason can't die. Yeah, they... So is it just, like, going to be this endless cycle of death and then coming back and death and coming back? Yeah, pretty much. What do you think, Riss? I go leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. I go leprechaun. I think like magical powers can trump, trump at the strength. end. Strength. Yeah. Yeah. But again, Jason can't die, so he's just gonna keep coming back anyway. It's good enough for Superman, so there it's good go. enough for me. That's yeah, if right. you can kill Superman with magic, you can probably kill Jason with magic. The, the leprechaun or kill least... Superman? No, you can no magic works on Superman. Superman's right. weaknesses it's are magic and kryptonite. kryptonite. That's it. The only way he can bang so, regular like chicks could... is with a kryptonite condom. Yeah, that's right. And that'll that kill, kill him. him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, anything else before we debark for Earth? <laughs> um, we return from this fantastic voyage? I, I just want to say, guys, we've, we've tried this. So many movie series have gone to space when they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it's out of everyone's system. If you're going to make a, a horror sci-fi movie, you can do that. Don't take something that's not horror sci-fi and try and change it. Because it's the dumbest bullshit ever every time it doesn't make any fucking sense why everyone's in space but they all act just like someone in the previous scenarios like in jason x everyone in that movie acted like a dumb camp counselor from a previous like friday the 13th movie that's true like like the way that but they were like futuristic space people but they all acted like people from the year 2000 for some reason. Nate, that was a quality PSA. But here's my question to you guys. Oh, God. Let's go. What series should we take to space? Evil Dead. That would work. That's e- a good one. Evil Dead. Because it's already campy enough. I can mm-hmm. see it working. It would be really they've, funny. They've already done time travel. So there's already an element of sci-fi yep. in it. So it's fine. Has Hellraiser been to space yet? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. One of the later ones, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of hell. There's like eight or nine Hellraiser yeah, there movies. Are. I'm like super behind in Hellraiser. I think I've seen one, two, and three, yeah, and that's, that's it. it. I'm very behind in Hellraisers. I don't know. What? What's yours? Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Annabelle in space. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't have a good answer to it. I just thought of that question right now. But if you have a good answer to it, definitely uh, yeah. give us a shout. What horror series should go to space? Take me to space it's a hard before one. I have to watch yeah. another yeah. one of these. Like, <laughs> I tell you what, I would, I, I know it's too late because George R.I.P., but an Of the Living Dead in space, I'd be into it. Space zombies, huh? Yeah. That would be interesting because they wouldn't even have to bite you at that and, point. And if you took it like Return of the Living Dead air, track where it's like ridiculous and they talk and shit, that could be really funny. I'm always up for more ridiculous zombie movies. So. Yeah. Me too. Oh, God, me too. Me yeah. too. All right, you guys, anything else about Spurs? I think, I think this is all for killers in Spurs. Man made the shorts be with you. That's my favorite. Leprechaun for the breakfast cereal. <laughs> 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 
merchandising. All right, you guys. So thank you so much. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you will find us there. You can search Jersey Ghouls on your favorite podcast app to find us. And on our website, jerseyghouls.com, you will find our podcast, our blog, movie reviews, and more. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. From space. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.